This is the season two finale of Red House Rising, episode four, The Undertow. Yunnan Province, China, a Chinese communist guerrilla camp in the mountains on the Japanese-occupied side of the Salween River. It's late afternoon. Communist fighters sit in small groups. Mei Ling sits alone, lacing up her pack. Liang crosses the camp and joins her. What did he say? Liang? He won't do it. It's not part of our orders. We have to follow orders. He says the only reason I care is because I'm a woman. He should care. They're children. To hell with him. We're doing it anyway, right? Shh. I love how you think. I love you. Let's go. Tian, what's the matter? They're taking her away. We have to stop them. Come, quickly. They're taking Ping. Okay, I'm with you. Let's go. They're taking girls from the village. You see Ping in the truck. Sergeant Nagano is taking her away. I see her, Tian. The SOBs. No, no, please. No, please. Not my daughter. Please. She is a child. Sure. Who say? Come, Papa. I test you that. They're leaving. They're, they're taking her. I know. Come on, let's go. Go where? What about Ping? We'll find her. Come on. What are we doing? We're saying goodbye to this place. We're gonna find Ping and cross the river. I don't suppose anyone in the village has a gun. No, no guns. I have this bow my father used to hunt with and his hand axe. Bring the axe. Let's find out where they took her and then we'll figure out the rest. Out of nowhere, a squad of Chinese soldiers appears surrounding the mouth of the cave. No, stop, American. The squad leader shoves his rifle in Tian's face. Tian drops the axe. We know who you are, Lieutenant Mercer, but not this fellow. He saved my life. Let him go. We've been looking for you, Lieutenant. Please come with us, quickly. I can't. Why not? Is it your injury? Can you walk? Yes, I'm fine, but there's someone we need to bring with us and she's not here. Where is she? What do you mean? The Japanese took girls from Lao Jai, not 15 minutes ago. She was one of them. I'm not leaving without her. Mike, Tian, and the squad reach a clearing in the trees. Below them is a wooden house with a red roof at the end of a rutted dirt road. We wait here. 
Are you sure this is where they took them? Is that the truck? There, in those trees. Yes, that's it. We need to go. Not yet. Tonight. After dark. But we need to do something before something happens to her. Tien, we'll get her out of there. We will. Once it's dark, we go. And you will stay here, boy. Leave this to the men. Office of Naval Intelligence, Honolulu. McMenemy, Lockett wants to see you. Toot sweet. Joe walks down the hallway to Special Agent Lockett's office. She's about to knock on the door when it opens. Oh, excuse me. <sighs> That's all right, Miss McManamy. What a pretty dress. Come in, Miss McManamy. Shut the door and sit down. So, you have a son. I do. He's four months old. His name is Daniel. How is it that you never mentioned him? Most mothers, well, you can't stop them from talking about their children. But not you. Why? As I'm sure your investigators have discovered, I'm not married. I didn't think it was appropriate. No. But you strike me as someone who doesn't give a damn what people think. Your son, Daniel, he was born... January 21st. Which means that he was conceived... On Truk, yes. Miss McManamy, you were at Queen's Hospital asking about your old employer, Prince Nikura. Yes. I was worried about Nick. You were worried about the father of your child, weren't you? I... Yes, I was. I was hoping to see Nick, but when I got to the hospital, I don't know, I realized I couldn't walk right into his room. I want Nick to know that he has a son, a little boy named Daniel who's hoping to know his father someday. I'm sure you do, but I can't let that happen. I like you, Joe. Your knowledge of the Japanese and what they're up to in the South Pacific is invaluable. Naval intelligence needs you, but you won't be able to help them in a prison cell. Do I make myself clear? You do. Good. May I go now? Just one other thing. As your employer, did the prince force himself on you? Is that how you became pregnant? Or was it... It was consensual. Completely consensual. I was... buried. Nick pulled me out of a deep, dark hole. Joe and Nick sit across from each other on a tatami mat. They both wear traditional tea ceremony kimonos. Joe sits on her heels, Seiza style, and watches as Nick whisks the tea in the bowl between them. I am serving you this bowl of tea. I thank you for making this tea. 
The tea ceremony is a tender attempt to accomplish something possible in this impossible thing we call life. Nick. You may open your suite. Thank you for this. I mean, for everything. What's written here? The moon still rises. In sorrow a friend is found. My heart in your hands. Prince Nakura, may I kiss you? He was good to me, always. Before you go, I want you to know I intend to honor your privacy in this matter. Thank you. Suan, Taka, Mackie, and Tutu sit together on the northbound Haleiwa Limited out of Honolulu. The train is crowded with plantation workers and military personnel. Look, Mackie, those boats are going to Haleiwa just like we are. We're almost there. Do you like to go fishing, Mackie? No? He's never been. Well? How about I take you fishing, and you can decide if you like it. I'm going to catch the biggest fish. They caught a bluefin marlin, weighed 1,800 pounds, right out there. Biggest bluefin ever caught in the world. How do you know that, Tutu? Kini told me. She saw the fish many, many years ago when we were young, and you were not here yet, my Suan. They arrive and disembark at the Haleiwa train station. Taka helps Tutu along the crowded platform. Suan follows, holding tight to Mackie's hand. Kini will meet us. She'll be here, somewhere. We'll find her. Or she'll find us. There she is, Tutu. Do you see her? She's coming. Where? I can't... Oh, Kini. <laughs> so happy to see you. Aloha, my darlings. How was your voyage? Oh, bumpy, but so beautiful. We saw a humpback whale come right out of the ocean and make a big splash, didn't we, Mackie? And a baby whale. Ah, and a baby whale, you betcha. Ankini, this is our friend, Takakawashima. Yes, your friend. Hello, Taka. Happy to meet you, Kini. Tell me, are you Levaya? Good fisherman, Taka? I fished all my life. My father taught me. We need more fishermen. Too many good fishermen gone to the war. And Taka can help Tutu with Mackie when I'm working at the clinic. I don't need any help with this one. Taka, you know, it is thanks to Sue Ann's father we have a medical clinic in Mokolea. So now we are worried about Dr. Ichiro every day and we pray for his return. But his family and his friends 
will always be Mokulea Ohana, Mokulea family, always. I'm most honored to be a small part of your family. Aunt Kitty, you still have the pickup. Of course, that truck is a shrine. I'm pretty sure my first grandchild was conceived in that truck. I love this truck. I learned to drive in this truck. Can I ride in the back? Of course you can. Just be careful getting up there. I'll ride with him. Okay, boys in the back. Let's go see your new home. It's evening now in Japanese-held China. Mike and the KMT soldiers quietly prepare to move out. Mike, please let me come. Tian, I promise you, we'll get Ping out of there. Please, you need my help. I'm ready to fight. I know, but you just... You need to stay here until we've got her. Do as you're told, boy. Go! Go! Mike pats a dejected Tian on the shoulder and follows the KMT squad down through the trees toward the wooden house. Mike and the squad stop just above the tree line. Below, a Japanese soldier leans against the back of the house smoking. The squad leader silently signals for half the squad to go left, the others right, when Mike stops them. Wait. Down there. As Mike and the squad watch, a dark figure slips from the shadows and in one violent movement, covers the soldier's mouth and slashes his throat. Liang's face catches the moonlight. I know her. I know that woman. Another Japanese soldier emerges from the back of the house, sees Liang and aims his pistol, too late. Mei Ling appears out of nowhere and cracks the back of his skull with her rifle butt. This way. Liang and Mei Ling slip through the back door. Let's get down there. Moving. Liang and Mei Ling enter a hallway where a Japanese soldier, wearing only his gun belt, has a young girl on her knees. <laughs> the startled soldier pulls his pistol, but Liang is too fast with her knife. Stabbing the soldier square in the chest, the soldier fires one shot into the floor as he collapses. It's all right. It's all right. Don't be afraid. We're leaving this place in just a minute. I've got her. Go! I'll cover you. Liang enters a room where a Japanese officer holds a naked young girl in front of him like a shield. Let her go! The officer pulls a sword out from behind the girl and charges Liang. No! You okay? Yes. Get your clothes, quickly. As Mike and the KMT run for the house, a partially clothed Japanese soldier rushes out the back door firing on them. The squad leader puts a bullet in his head and the soldier falls. The squad reaches the back of the house just as another soldier takes up position at the back door and fires on them, forcing them to take cover. Down! Get down! Spread out! Mike and the squad are pinned down with no ability to return fire. All at once, the soldier freezes, then staggers out of the doorway, firing in the air until he falls over dead. Now! Go! Go! Mei Ling is in the doorway now, her rifle bayonet covered in blood. Hold fire! Hold fire! Don't shoot! I know her! Mei Ling! 
It's Mike Mercer. Mike Mercer, don't, don't shoot. We're here to help. What are you doing here, Mike? What's going on? What's the KMT doing here? Liam? I think we're here for the same reason you are. We're looking for a girl named Ping. Young girls begin appearing at the back door looking traumatized. Finally, Liang appears, her arm around a very young girl. Here you go. You're with friends now. Don't be afraid. Liang, it's Mercer. Mercer? How did you get here? It's a long story, but we're looking for a girl. Are these all the girls? Which one is she? I don't know. I, I don't see her. Does anyone know Ping? Anyone know her? Ah! No! Uh, That's her! He's taking her! That son of a bitch from Lao Jai! Sergeant Nagano shoves Ping into the cab of a truck and starts to pull the door shut when a hand axe smashes into the doorframe, slicing three fingers off Nagano's hand. Tian runs out of the trees. Ping! Nagano doubles over in pain. Ping shoves Nagano and he starts to fall out of the truck. She reaches over him, grabs the door, and yanks it shut, smashing his skull between the truck and the door. Nagano's lifeless body tumbles to the ground. Ping! Ping! Tian! Oh, Tian! All right, let's go. Bring the girl. We need to cross before daylight. Liang, Mei Ling, we're crossing the river tonight. Come with us. No, we can't. Not possible. We need to take these girls someplace safe and then rejoin our unit. Lieutenant, we need to go. Now. We all do. Come here, little one. All of you, come with us. Help each other. Here we go. Don't be afraid. That's it. The Queen's Hospital, Honolulu. Nick stands next to his hospital bed, packing a small leather bag. He's out of the cast, and his head is no longer bandaged. He's dressed in a business suit. Come in. Are you decent yet? Well, lucky you. Using a cane now, huh? Yes. Next stop, Mozambique, eh, Prince? That's what I understand. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about it. You're safer right here in Honolulu than you're going to be over there in Japan. Because sooner or later, the U.S. Navy is going to come down on your little country like a ton of bricks. I'm sure you're right. I know I'm right. Prince. Well, Doug, are we going? And peace? He's ready. There's a nice crowd at Ruby's bar tonight. Walt, Joe, and Maru are at a small table in the back. Walt has his bad ankle propped up on a chair and holds Daniel proudly on his lap. Thank you, everyone. Did you hear your grandma Ruby there, Danny boy? 
She's something else, isn't she? Oh, there you go. Smart as a whip. Do you want me to take him? Don't even think about it. You're just fine, aren't you, Danny boy? You think I don't know children? I know you know children, Uncle Walt. I raised you, don't forget. <laughs> he looks tired. Thank you. Thanks. Mahalo. Ruby, that was beautiful. I love to hear you sing. Aw, thanks, Maru. You're sweet. We loved it, Grandma Ruby. Didn't we, Danny boy? Hey, look who's here. Hi, folks. I like that song, Ruby. It is kind of a magic night of nights, right? Can I help you, sir? What do you say, Joe? Magic night? Am I right? Let's dance. I'm sorry, but I've got to get my son home to bed. Let me take him, Uncle Walt. What's the matter? You don't want to dance with me? I'm not your type. Here now. Who do you think you are? He's Agent Doug Kincaid, FBI. Show them your ID, Doug. I don't care who he is. Leave Joe alone. Careful now, squirt. Two men in dark suits make their way through the crowd. Miss McMenemy, sorry to disturb you, but we need you to come with us. Hold on there. What the hell's going on? Naval intelligence. None of your affairs, sir. Agent Doug Kincaid, FBI. Sorry, Agent Kincaid, but this is ONI business. We're under orders. Whose orders? Special Agent Lockett's. You'll have to talk to her. Oh, oh, I will. I will. Don't worry, Joe. I'll find out what's going on. Move! I can take Daniel home, Joe. No, Miss McManamy needs to bring the child with her, please. Would you come with us? This makes no sense. Joe is a loyal American. It's all right, Uncle Walt. We'll be fine. This way. Please, go back to enjoying yourselves. Yeah, bad chance at that, bub. Sir? Excuse me, sir. There's no admittance at this time. I need to talk to Lockett. Special Agent Lockett is not back yet. Back from where? I can't really say, sir. Doug Kincaid, FBI. See my ID? Okay, I see. Thank you. You're expecting her, right? Oh, and get ready, because you're about to get some more visitors here in a minute. All right, sir, that's fine. But you still have to wait out here until Agent Lockett gets back. Oh, for Christ's sake. <sighs> Honey, I sure could use a cup of coffee. Do you have your ration card, sir? Hey, I thought you were Naval Intelligence. We are. Well, we just drove past Naval Intelligence Headquarters. We're not going to go in I Headquarters. It's all right, sweetie. 
It'll be all right. Baoshan, China, Flying Tigers Air Base. Working late? <gasps> You're safe. Did you miss me? <gasps> Shut up. You. <gasps> Alice, I'm sorry. Shh. It's okay. <gasps> no, it's not okay. I know. Things are definitely not okay. I am such a fool. No, I'm the fool. I'm the one. Mike, I told you to shut up. John Rogers Airport, Honolulu. The Jeep carrying Joe and Daniel and the ONI officers pulls up close to a maintenance hangar and stops. This way, Miss McMenemy. Why are we here? Where's Agent Lockett? Please, inside. <sighs> Where's Lockett? I want to speak to her now. She'll be here soon. She wants you to wait for her in that office. There's a place for you to sit down with your son. We'll be right outside. Please, after you. All right. At least you got him to sleep. Yeah. He's exhausted. Joe enters the cluttered office and goes to sit in the only chair. Startled, she turns to see a man in a suit standing with his back to her. He turns. Joe? How? Nick! Oh, Nick! You have a child. I'm so happy for you. Nick! It's our child. This is our son, Daniel. Our son? How can that be? Well, in the usual way. Nick, I'm sorry, but I didn't really know he was coming until it was too late to tell you. He's so wonderful. He's amazing. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Joe, how are you here? How is this possible? We had help. I don't know why, but... Would you like to hold him? Won't I wake him? How old is he? Daniel, you say? Daniel Walter. <laughs> He's four months old. Here. He's knocked out. It's been a long day. Oh, Joe, he's... A beautiful boy. He is. He looks like you. And you. Yeah. He's a nice blend. Yes. He is. A truly harmonious blend. The paper said you almost died. What happened? I don't remember anything. We were running, there was this machine gun fire, and then an explosion. Taco was killed. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, Nick, I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, Taco. Hmm. It's a terrible loss. How are you now? 
Are you well? You have a cane. I've lost some hearing, but my leg will heal. We... <laughs> we have a son. Yes, we do. We have a son. Prince Nakora. May I kiss you? Oh, Joe. It's daybreak at John Rogers Field. Joe stands on the tarmac holding Daniel close and watching as a DC-3 taxis to the end of the runway and prepares to take off. After a moment, Special Agent Lockett appears and she and Joe watch as the DC-3 throttles up and begins to gather speed. Thank you. This never happened. I don't know what you're talking about, Agent Lockett. Estelle. Call me Estelle. Red House Rising was produced, written, edited, and directed by Chris Cote and Dale Carey. Original music and sound design by Jack Cote. Starring Dale Carey, Rachel Wong, Roy Vongtama, Chris Cote, Chelsea Kurtz, Finn Kim, Andy Goldberg, Tiffany Hubbard, Melinda Chilton, Rio Shigeda, Diana Miho, Priscilla Boycha, Josh McClenney, Maria Spasov, Fyodor Chin, Don Joyle, Smithit Chandrabos, Arnold Chun, Julia Cho, Kareem Ferguson, Scott Sandler, Tatum Bronte, Tom Sheeter, William Woff, Mark Shubb, Helene Lembeck, Don McLennan, Desi Powell, Matilda Carey, and Malia Langwin. Narration by Robin Ebkarian. Production coordinator, Matilda Carey. Main title theme by Jack Cote. Blue Hawaii was written by Leo Robin and Ralph Ranger and sung by Melinda Chilton. Special thanks to Jenny Webb, co-founder of the Los Angeles Female Playwrights Initiative. All Asian and Pacific Islander characters were portrayed by Asian or Pacific Islander actors. The producers are grateful financial contributors to Wikipedia and freesound.org. Please visit redhouserising.com slash doing more to learn how you can help fight human trafficking. This is a Vicente Terrace production.